Hi friends, welcome to this week's episode of You Can Rest Here. These are the conversations you have always wanted to have, except this time, with a lot of biblical truth, laughter, beautiful and maybe uncomfortable silences, all leading to an increased awareness of the presence of God. Finally, we shall learn a rhythm of rest in a restless world. My name is Mazino Malaka. You can rest here. Welcome, our wonderful friend, my bestie, Toby Lover, Canvas and the Clay, absolute superstar. I hope you're cringing. I actually am okay, cringing. Good. You know I'm shy. I'm, I'm really excited <laughs> because I just felt like the men on the You Can Rest Here podcast fam are always like, justice for the men we need more men we want to see men don't worry this season i'm gonna give you men good men of god so yeah hi tubes hello excited to have you here first lad on the sofa yeah i'm really happy to be here actually yeah i'm excited and i'm excited to have had to say those words you know how people say i'm really happy to be here (laughs) i'm really happy to be here (laughs) and to mean it and to mean it to actually mean it because you can say it and it's like nah i'd rather be somewhere else i'm really happy that you're here so toby how are you resting in this season of your life (laughs) sorry to whoever hears this but i think for me i'm just being a bit more like guarded with like my time Mm. you know so i'm like I probably respond to messages like three days later than I typically yeah. <laughs> like would. Yeah. I and mean, I'm just taking life a lot slower. I, yeah. I started off the year doing that because my life is generally or can generally be busy. Uh-huh. Just a lot. Uh-huh. And also a lot of um, important things, you know, but I think like the state of my heart is also equally as important. And I wanted to have this conversation about prayer with a man because prayer is intimacy. Why do you think a lot of men are... A bit jaded towards <laughs> bit jaded. intimacy and prayer and all of this stuff. Um, can I just say that honestly, I was actually one of those men. Like, <laughs> and it might have not looked like it. Yeah. I think what really helped me was like people around me. So people like you, you yeah, know, yeah, so yeah. obviously like encouraging me to just keep going and just seeking out the Lord. But I think it's 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 many things. Mm. Um, I think society really. I think, um, you know, when a man is like brought up or trained to just always be tough, um, I think what being tough and having a God who can help you out with everything, yeah. what happens is they, they, can't, they don't really meet, they don't really yeah. intersect, you know. So for me, for example, like I would even always be like, oh, I'm going to pray, you know, in the past, like, I'm going to pray X, Y, Z amount of times. And then I would feel so bad when I wasn't able to, because I'm like, at least this is the one thing you should be able to step into. Yeah. Um, I started getting a lot of freedom when I realized that God is aware of the fact that there's so many things that are just impossible. Um, so I think a lot of men really struggle with humility. So I feel like it's humility. I feel like it's... it's Humility is the only way you can approach God. Yeah, and I think it's you stepping out of the way. Like as a man, you always want to try and control things. I th- to be honest, I think as human beings we yeah. do, but I think it's a lot more... Um, it's your design. It's, yeah, it is, it is the like manly it is design, design to have control exactly. and to lead and to direct. And, and you look at like Adam and Eve, like the reason why Jesus is called the second Adam is that he had to restore the responsibility that Adam negated. 
Yep. You know what I mean? In the garden, he was like, oh, okay, Eve, you just figure it out. Do, yeah, so he negated responsibility. So that responsibility that a man has is not a bad thing. It's just how it then interacts with God because God is responsible for you as a man. I like that you said that because honestly, I always say these days that if nobody else is responsible for me in this life, at least God is. And I Amen. take refuge in that because he's the creator of the heavens and the earth. And yeah. like God won't God won't tell it God won't tell a secret you share with him. Yeah. God wouldn't laugh at you, you know. Yeah. So I mean I, for me, I'm just like, you know what? I sh- like with human beings, it's 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 hard. I mean, no one can actually be you can't even like give over the responsibility that God has over your life to a human 100%. being. I'm like, you know what's all well and great? I found yeah. one person. Yeah. I'm going to place all yeah. my bets on this yeah. one person, yeah. this one guy. Yeah. So that's really, that's what like, I guess demystified it for me. And so it was easier to be broken and be weak. You know, I always say to a lot of men now in my lives that heavy is the head that wears the crown. So honestly, like I, it's a lot. There's a lot to do with like being a man. Like, you know, and you spoke about Jesus being the second Adam. Yeah. Um, and the design of Jesus or the design of God is actually to be in control. And so if we're in that um, light, we are meant to, you know, the design of the man is to, you know, lead in that way. But who better to help me than the one who is the greatest leader? Exactly. You know, so that's that's really just, like, that's what's helped that. me recently. And I love that. And I love your relationship with God. I think it's inspiring. We try. Because try you're a wrestler <laughs> and you get <laughs> no, back up. We wrestle every day is a journey. Like yeah. it's always A B A to C, but then that B, yeah, I'm like something has to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And quickly for the women who are probably like looking at this man of God, like wow, oh, oh my, my God. God, he's not single. Just so you know. <laughs> but let's get it. <laughs> But facts, I know, not, I know as you're speaking, they're like, not, oh, wow, what, a, what a lovely single. man. Just close your eyes. He's not single. I think it was interesting. I feel like <laughs> I've known God a lot more since I got into a relationship because wow. relationships are not easy. Exposes they ex- really expose you. a lot. And God has had to help me. Yeah. There's so many ways, especially yeah. when you think you have everything all figured out. Yeah. And God is like, nah, these are all the things. Yeah. And, you know, your interaction with the person is pointing things out in you, like, for example, like patience, mm-hmm, like, you know, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, it's a mirror. Yeah, it is a mirror. So with prayer, right? I think another reason why, like a lot of people are jaded and just a little bit, we live in a country where I think there was a survey done that 90% of Nigerians said they prayed every day. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but you know, I laugh. I'm, I'm serious. Kind of... 90% of Nigerians said they prayed every day right now if you go online at 5 a.m 6 a.m 7 a.m every church is praying in the morning right (laughs) so you would expect that like it would translate into the rest of their day but by 9 a.m you're driving on that road okay so i just feel like we've forgotten why we pray and it's so sad because the state of this country is not evidence of a praying people the state of how we treat one another how we treat the poor how we we treat our brothers and our sisters the way people talk online the kind of comments people make about absolute strangers is not evidence of what prayer should be doing in the heart of a believer Mm. if you're praying and the fruit of the spirit is not being developed in you. You're not praying. Yeah, What's yeah. the point? 
you're wasting your time right so i really want us to talk about what prayer is and what prayer isn't like mm. i've i've come to see prayer a lot simply right because i think we think that by complicating prayer we are showing maturity and intelligence but i think that the design that god had for prayer is that a 10 month old and a 100 year old would be able to pray and it wouldn't feel like some mystical concept right um a dependent heart that is humble will always pray without ceasing you know how scripture always says that you should pray without ceasing i don't feel like prayer is something that you have to toil to do i think that the moment like you said about just really depending on god you will see the purpose of prayer um prayer is not a matter of of whether you do something but i i feel like it's a matter of life i don't think i can live without praying yep. because prayer is how i remain connected to god it is how i even know what is on the heart of god um it's how i even engage my faith you know because or else like what do what am i confessing if not through prayer and i think i don't I, i've moved from the point now where like it's not like it's like i don't want to pray it's that i have to i need to it's not it's not a negotiation anymore it's like in order for me to be anything to do anything that connection to god um has to stay and i, I feel like last year particularly god really transformed how i view prayer because i started finding that like i was becoming a bit religious about how i pray it had to be a specific time and it was one dimensional. And if I couldn't pray in a certain way, I'll feel like, God, why are you far away? And God is like, girl, take a walk. I'm there. <laughs> like, take that walk. I'm on that walk with you, you know? And it's like, change your style. Do, like, said, do something. If lying down is not working, stand up and pray. If standing up isn't working, you know? Like, I just feel like God is so dynamic. And if we cage him, we're not going to enjoy prayer. Yeah, you miss out on the full experience of God. Yeah. I feel like, for me, prayer is access. So yeah. it means I have your number, Maz. I can always yeah. call you and I can always hear from you. Yeah. Um, and it's access and then access to who? Yeah. So if, 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 you know, if I know that Maz has all the answers to everything that I need, you go to I Maz. will be calling you all the time, yeah. you know? I will make sure that I'm the first phone call you hear oh, yeah. and I make sure that you're, you know anything I need I will always always come to you yeah. and if I know that Mars is good to me mm-hmm. I wouldn't run away from Mars when like I make a mistake let's say like I break something yeah. I will call Mars to say how do I fix this thing that was yeah. broken so I think um first of all just even understanding who God is who do you who exactly. you pray to is so yeah, important and I, I, we're going to get that to that also, because also. there's something that you said to me yesterday that blew my mind right um I think the other key thing that like I've learned about prayer is is when the Bible told me that <laughs> <laughs> that Jesus sits with God making intercession for us. Do you know now I go into prayer to be just thinking, Jesus, what are you praying over me? I want to hear it. I want to I'm pray. Just, that's all. I don't want to say I anything else. I want to else. agree. Like, can you just picture? Christ sitting at the right hand of the Father. This is this is. I'm going to read it in Romans eight thirty four, um, thirty three to thirty four in the Message version. 
It says, and who would dare tangle with God by messing with one of God's chosen? Who would dare even to point a finger? The one who died for us, who was raised to life for us, is in the presence of God at this very moment, sticking up for us. Other versions say that he is pleading for us, making intercession for us. Like, when you know that God is praying for you, it changes everything. Yep. And I I feel like I want to talk about how not to pray first and then how to pray because I feel like Matthew 6 just lays it all out. Like Matthew 6 verse 5, it says, And when you do pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen Mm. by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. Yeah. People have everyone's going to applaud you. You'll be be hottest prayer or we have night. As we have in the stats, that's our reward. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well well done, Nigerians. (laughs) I watched a play once and the play... So... On, on the stage, there was like a church downstairs yeah. and they were praying and everyone was and then we had like an aerial view of what it would look like in heaven. Yeah. And someone who used to be in the church had like, I guess, transcended to heaven. Yeah. And downstairs, you were hearing tongues, but up in heaven, you were just hearing noise. noise. And the person was asking God, why is it so noisy? And yeah. he said, they're not talking to me. Like, I don't know what they're saying. This has nothing. Everything they're praying about has nothing to do with who I am. You know, and I feel like that's what that 99% is, you know, that's what's going on. And I like that the scripture even says hypocrites because people pray from so many places that they're not. You pray from from an understanding you have not even received. You have not even received, you know, or you pray from... um, where you think you need to be or what you think you need to say, what you've been engineered to say. I was at a, in a prayer meeting and there was a man like kind of bonus god gives me sometimes is crazy <laughs> there was a man he was praying like the prayers we were praying were very soft like it was very intimate but this man like he was, <laughs> shaking 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 and praying and i tapped him and i said to him the lord wants you to pray with your heart mm. and this man he was wearing a suit so you know what i mean he just calmed down And he was quiet the entire time because he realized that what was I doing? What was I doing? Am I giving God what he wants, right? And I think that, like, Mm. why did God want that prayer to be done in secret? Of course, one people will say intimacy. But I also think because it's easy for the motivation of the flesh to be the motivation of prayer. It's easy for the motivation of how you're seen to be why you to pray. be why you pray. It's the applause of man that you get to be why you pray. As a, like, who sees you when you log on to that call? It's it's mm. is that why you're doing what you're doing? But if you're able to do something in secret, that means you are motivated by faith and God alone. That means you've now moved from a place of living for others to an audience. Of Of one. one. And I think that God wants to know that when we pray, we're coming for him. We're not coming there to take a register. We're not coming there because we're afraid of what our pastor um, will think if we don't pray, right? We're coming there because you know that your life depends on this. And 
Then it goes on in verse six. It says, but when you pray, go into your room, close the door and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, again, you just said something about the noise, right? That it was just noise in heaven. It says, when you pray, do not keep babbling like (laughs) pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. And when I just think about that babbling, I feel like a lot of our prayers just, like you said, noise. It is noise. And I think there's something that you, that you just read in the scripture that struck yeah. me. So it says when you pray, the bit about the bit about reward. Yeah. I think people also pray so Ooh. vigorously because Don't of reward. Don't worry, we'll get into that. God. <laughs> Am I jumping the gun? You're jumping, but 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 you can. Yeah, I think for me, like people, people, people are so. And I was thinking about this yesterday, and I said to myself, so when I'm in a situation where I need an answer, what answer am I looking for? I think people are stuck on the answer or the reward of money or like help or you know or something tangible, whereas all the rewards we see in the Bible is joy, is peace, is healing, is deliverance, and so people can't recognize the hand of the Lord in their lives. So yes. when people say there's unanswered prayer, I'm like, unanswered prayer to what? what? Like, what really is the issue? Like, you know, and you spend all your life not even now being able to see the goodness of God. Not even and enjoying Enjoying God. the goodness of God. You know, so, and you now just remain in the cycle of yeah, babbling yeah, and people yeah. get tired. Like, people actually That's burn out. That's why, because I'm wondering why so many people fall away, become very like disassociated with God. And I think it's the babble. It is. It's the babble is tiring. Because one day you wake up and you're like, actually, no, what was the what was I doing? Yeah. You know, Maz, you know we do unity nights at yeah, the storehouse. Yeah. And the unity nights can be physically draining. Yeah. But I ask myself every time, why do I go back here? It's because there's an exchange from heaven. There's an there's a reason. There's an actual exchange from heaven. Yeah. I'm not just there, like 100%. beating my body, and like you know, the next day not seeing like an alert or not seeing like something change physically. And then you're like, I'm seeing my heart change. Exactly. I'm seeing my peace restored. Yeah. I'm seeing like deliverance and that's what people need people don't know what they need that's what you need that's what the lord does to you when you pray properly i also feel like another reason why the lord wanted the prayer to be done in secret was to kill comparison Mm. you know i feel like when you're Sometimes you see people like "Ah, this person is hot to all fire look at me cold (laughs) yeah you're comparing yourself to this person and you don't know you're comparing your 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 heartfelt prayer to Babel. Can you imagine? Just like, you don't know what this person does. You don't even you know. Don't if, know you don't know. Anything. You know Sometimes the noise could be heartfelt. Sometimes oh, it could yeah. be from it, but God's just like you have no clue. And you that's have no clue. that's actually the most foolish thing to do. 100%. Comparison. The Bible says that you cannot nobody knows the heart of a man apart from God. So just face your front. Face I think your, that's a key pray where you're praying, just face your front, honestly. And then in in Matthew 6, right, it then tells us how we should pray. Yeah. Uh, Matthew 6, 9, and it's the Lord's Prayer. And, and Jesus is like, if you're looking for how to pray, forget all those ones that you the, the Pharisees are doing. This is it. So it says, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Like... That first line, our father in heaven, hallowed be your name. And I feel like one thing we've had to learn as worshipers, if you don't know, 
Toby worships at the sound team in my church and I pastor the sound team. So one of the things that we always push ourselves to do is like, whose name am I hallowing? Mm. Is it myself? Am I worshiping my feelings or my emotions in the place of prayer and the place of worship? Like who, who, who is, is, is the, who is the focus of my affection? Mm. Who is on the throne of my heart? Who is heart, on the like... throne of my heart? And I think that's why it says, hallowed be your name. Because now you've placed this person as a sole reason why you pray. And for some of us, we don't like to admit it. But how we pray is, our father in heaven, listen to me now and answer and this my this is what's cares. the problems. <laughs> These are the problems. And I think for me, like, you know, I was saying in church on Sunday when we were speaking to the team, I said, you have to get to the point where you're willing to place all your bets on God. Yeah. And what that does is it, you, your feelings have to be numb. Yeah. So let's say I wake up feeling, you know, some type of way, which is why sometimes people wake up and say, well, I didn't really feel like, no, you actually, it's, who cares about what you feel yeah, like? Yeah, yeah. You actually need to yeah, pray, yeah, you know? Yeah. Let's say, so there's something pressing as there yeah. always is. Like even as I'm speaking now, there are things that I could 100%. otherwise be thinking about. 100%. But when God is my only gaze, one, it means that, I give him authority over because he has the authority but in my life yeah. I establish his authority over everything yeah. else and he's sovereign and it means you give him everything everything it does actually because like the moment if you think about what it means to hallow it's like to lift to up, lift to up to lift up to lift what you're doing is that you're also by doing that you're entering into a frequency of heaven mm-hmm. because you're now saying that our father who is in heaven if you're praying to him you are now in heavenly places in heavenly realities with him you're now all these things on the earth it's like no 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 let me ascend and i feel like prayer does that it's supposed to cause you to To ascend. ascend and then the beautiful thing that happens is that as you pray you're meant to recognize his kingdom and his will then it says, give us our daily bread, which is why the whole idea of God not caring about your needs is also a lie. It says, give us, our, you're not even begging. You know how you go to a father and you're like, daddy, give me chocolate. Like, no, please, please, give it to me. I need it. I need, no, give But you know that's what happens, Maz. A lot of people um, are identify they might not know it but they identify yeah. as orphans because you know the yeah. first line does say Sonship. our father so, my daddy my daddy my daddy my literally you know you're running that's why when you understand how big your daddy is like first of all you you want to even operate and speak to him in the language he understands yes. and god only understands because he doesn't faith. understand and he also doesn't understand slave like and language. you know and oh i need this and i need no. that when he's already said no. don't worry about what you eat or you drink just pray for your your daily bread everything you need for today in your daily there is manna for today which is something i believe that god was trying to teach the israelites that don't preserve anything till mm, tomorrow yep yep because the manna for today is sufficient to fill you so give us our daily bread back to the start sorry 99 yeah. percent of nigerians are feeling are praying to fill their they are banyas for 100 yes, years. Yes, and, you know, yes. it's just like, dude, you actually have enough? You have enough. And maybe this is what God needs for you, which is God why it says, be. thy kingdom come, thy will be done. So God will give you your, your you daily bread according to, to his, his will. will. And what you need for his will to be come done. to pass. You know, this is so interesting because I've been 
I've been asking God to reveal the Abraham and Isaac sacrifice to me in a new way. And the Lord started revealing to me that we don't truly understand what Jehovah Jireh means. That we say it means Lord my provider. But what it actually means is that the Lord will provide all I need to do his will. Because trust me, a sacrifice was needed that day. Mm -hmm. It wasn't as if Abraham could go down the mountain and be like, oh, whatever. God provided. God provided a sacrifice because a sacrifice was needed for the will of God to be done. That's why that ram was in the bush. So Jehovah Jireh is not just God will provide anything I need, anything, anything. No, (laughs) it's Jireh will provide what I need to do his will. So what you can trust by praying like this is that whatever you need to do the will of God, God will provide. And what you can also trust is that when you pray that way, it places you in the will of God. Exactly. It's actually the safest place to be it's because the safest when you're babbling, sometimes you don't even know if you're, you're taking praying astray. You're taking out far, of, out of and the then you're wondering God. why. And one of the biggest like agonies of the human heart I know I've come to realize is is the distance from God. Sometimes you it's don't even dis- know you're disillusioned. You're praying yourself away 100%. from God. You're not praying away because not prayer, but you're, you're like you're, you're disillusioned because in the place of prayer. What you are saying is different from what you now experience because of that illusion of it's like your Hannah praying for a child and then she could have faced disillusionment when she comes out of the place of prayer and she's being taunted Mm. by her husband's other wife for not having a child. You know, and then you can withdraw from the place of prayer. But how about you entering into the place of prayer and asking, what are you praying? What is your will? And let me enter let into me that. Exactly. And then the next thing it says is, forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors. Like, th- that's God saying to us that the state of your heart matters mm-hmm. when you are praying yep. to me. Because in the place of prayer... There is forgiveness of sins, right? And God is like, how dare you? Hold anybody else. Hold anybody else. Or think you're any better. I spend, when I, you know, when I pray, like I spend a good amount of time lifting the name of God high. But I also ask for mercy and I ask for mercy to give mercy. Because it restores, it makes whole. And I don't know if you experience it as well. But I feel my heart forming. I literally feel, like I feel it marked. 100%. You know, and I think that's something that... 100%. you, I can't prescribe it to you. I can only yeah. describe so that you you also are inspired to experience it. Something I, I've started saying in the place of prayer is that, God, I release myself mm. from whatever weight has yeah. been transferred in my sleep through people, through offense, through bitterness. Like before I even start praying, I just enter into, because I'm like, God, I cannot come to you to you with so much bitterness because you've told me to show mercy Mm. so god i release like and now it's almost like clockwork where like i know that in the place of prayer there's also a release that's supposed to happen in my heart where what i'm carrying before i pray should not be what i'm carrying carrying after after. there should have been an exchange exactly you mentioned something about like just releasing people i found that at least for me and i feel like a lot of people might actually relate is i found that there's there's a relationship between releasing people in your heart and being able to pray this is because pray for them but this is because when you have all your expectations on people and you don't have all your expectations on god one you can't 
even expect anything from God. 100%. Two, you're in a lot of disappointments yeah, and bitterness. Yeah. Three, you can't even speak the will of God or life that God wants to speak over these people. And so you're in a cycle of bitterness and hurt that simply giving God everything will heal. Simply Just give them to him. And Even sometimes, name people. Yeah, name like, people. Name this people. Person name did ABC. things. Name your boss. Name name the things that are trying to restrict the purity of, of your, your, your heart. Name it. And I think I found that for me, when I'm naming these things, sometimes it feels awkward. I don't know if you pray sometimes and God is making the exchange and your heart is actually feeling... And do you know why it feels awkward also? It's because in the presence of God, you realize how futile <laughs> and how foolish so just think they some of the sense. things that you're holding yep. on to are. Because yep. God, God, is, God is light. So every form of darkness, as you come into the presence and you're releasing these things, you're seeing light you and you're just like, like, what nonsense is this kind of thing? You know... How am I even lauding anything <laughs> over this person who even just needs the help of God? When in I the know first myself. Place. When I know my own, you Girl. know. So, so yeah. You said something earlier, right? And yeah. I, I was like, don't jump the gun because oh, yeah, I, yeah. I wanted us to like go, go on to... a sequence, right? You, I think one of the ways to not suck at prayer is to grasp who you are praying to. Mm. And you mentioned Jeremiah 33 to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So for me, I, I was, you know what happened? I was on. I was even on Instagram a yeah. few days ago and I just kept on hearing in my spirit, if you call to me, I will answer you. And I'm like, what scripture is this? I know this is from somewhere. It's not just mm. a dumb one song. And so I go to it and I'm like, shout out dumb one. And I, I literally open it and I just start tearing up. Literally like I, I was, I, I put my phone and I was like, why, why is it so deep, deep to you? And I feel like this might speak to men because a lot of men didn't really have anyone to call to. And even the people that they had to call to call to, would also disappoint them we're one or we're not reliable you know and even obviously we're human beings so not every father is perfect yeah. but even in their unreliability they didn't take accountability for it but you're calling to a god who takes accountability for his word you're calling to the god who created the heavens and the earth you're calling yeah. to a god the word bible says the earth is the lord's and the fullness thereof there's nothing even powers that be that are misappropriated god still is in control of them and so i think it's so important to identify that. And yeah. you, you should ask yourself the question, who is God to me? Exactly. And when you find that there's a disparity between who God is to you and who God really is, then you, you're not able to journey back to who God really is. You know, and I mentioned people, right? For me, I found that I actually really needed people, you know, in the way of being healed mm. and being reconciled back to knowing how to communicate mm -hmm. with the mm -hmm. Lord. And so... If you're struggling with prayer and you think the secret is to go into isolation and now, you know, yeah, people yeah, like, I'm not doing 21 yeah, yeah, day yeah, hot yeah, fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, you're wasting your time. Let me yeah, just tell you honest yeah, truth. Yeah. Go to Even look at the prayer we just prayed, the Lord's yeah. prayer. It says, oh, Our Father, why are, you, why are you alone? Why are you alone? Why are you alone? Except you found, I mean, obviously be in your room alone, but yeah, you know, like, yeah, 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 don't yeah. disappear for, for weeks on end and say you're and doing don't something. don't forget that you're part of a body. You're part of a body. Yeah. And so you're it's in that body that, you know, Let's say some days, um, so imagine you must that you have a, you have a mug in your hand, for example, and it burns you, you know, and you know, you're, you know, you're just like, ah, why would I'm trying to, 
this analogy it has to hit but it's almost like your left hand can remind you of the goodness of god it can remind you it can remind your right this hand this isn't bad yes you know this isn't bad you just you know you probably did a b c d yeah, yeah, yeah. and your, your your left hand quickly grabs the yeah. mug and it's like this is how you hold it yes. so you can actually show me this is how you do this and i'm restored in that moment 100%. the damage doesn't linger and i think that the beauty of that jeremiah 33 scripture like when i thought about it yesterday i was like i always tell people that it matters the god you picture mm. when you pray because picture a god that is happy one yeah then picture a god that wants to listen to you to you and a god that is in perpetually in a good mood yep because the way you will talk to somebody when you know that they love you they want to hear you and they are in a good mood it's different from when it's you know. different you know one of the greatest things you must come to know about god is that god is a god of joy he's a god of joy so like what do you see when do you, you see an excited father waiting to hear from you or do you see an angry who's just like person mm, who is like you didn't pray properly yesterday you, you know try your it, best child. try harder yes exactly and i think that I've, I've i've started one thing i've started seeing is like both a happy god but also a strong god because there are times in the place of prayer it's not just that i need god to be smiling i need him to be a man of war right like i need yahweh saboa to be like terrifying what is trying to terrify me and i need a strong god that is ecstatic to see me rise up and decree his word you know and just that knowledge that God is waiting to hear me. Back There's something that shifts within my heart mm -hmm. that when I wake up, God is eager to hear me. And when I get out of bed without not speaking to him, it hurts him. It hurts him. him, yes. And, you know, you mentioned something about what you see in your mind's eye when you see God. Mm. I found that, you know, there's two, there's, there's a difference between wanting to please you yeah and not wanting to displease you i think people are typically in in a i don't want to upset god you know god might be this way whereas it's like what would god like those are two mm. different heart positions one is aware that oh this guy actually expects something of me which he does the lord has standards but he's excited for me to meet his standards which is why scripture says teach a child in the way they should go so you're teaching a child what god likes you're, the You're not teaching them what God yeah, hates. hates because what God likes to reveal what God hates 100%. very easily. But people are stuck on what he hates. So do they come into the presence like, I hope I don't I, do. Yeah. But you should you should start thinking, what does he like? What does he enjoy? And you know, I do that every every time on Sunday because I don't know. I'm sure you experience this, like leading yeah. worship is 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 battlefront right 100%. and it's on those days where your mind is under attack and some days i'm you know once in a while like a few seconds you're like ah, am i even and i'm just like what does the lord like for me to lift his name i'm just going to i don't know what just else to do in this moment sing about him and we name. just and we just ascend and that's how we get I, up there and i think you're talking about like being in a state in in your flesh where it's like i feel yeah, you know i feel a depressed bit, yeah. i feel a bit a bit anxious i feel a bit wary right and then what happens is that that prayer is now an exchange, right? And I, I was saying to you that in the place of prayer, there must be a beautiful exchange. It's like, it's like, it's like God, I'm telling you about this mountain, but I know that as my God, you are greater than it. 
Like you are greater mm. than that thing that is tormenting my soul. Yep. So prayer is not just a place where you lay down your burdens. It's a place where you receive something as well. You pick up life because yes. in the presence of God and where God really is and where you've allowed God to be, yeah. there's life waiting for 100%. you. There's always something new, yeah. which is why, for example, um, you can listen to a song and on Monday it means something, but on Wednesday it means something new because your your vision of God it has just expanded, you know, and you're just like, wow, yeah, this dude, you're actually just so the, amazing. The way, like I think about like, we've been friends for a while, right? When we first met, the way I knew God, like just even sitting here and hearing us talk with so much like maturity is incredible because the way we both knew God then so different to how and i think this is the power of staying you know and and sometimes people are like how how can i not suck at prayer stay pray stay, just pray you grow in it that's just how. open your mouth and that's pray it. you know last year i i went through this thing where i'm like every strange or awkward or weird thing yeah. i'm just gonna vomit it i'm gonna Good. say it out Good. you know and i'm like i don't even know if this is prayer but god i'm willing to just let's try because it. I, I was tired of I was just tired of the conformity that I that I felt that I needed. I'm like, this is exhausting. I think one of the biggest blessings that God actually gives people, if you're tired of the babbling, just know it's a blessing. God is actually trying to box you and cage you in a place where you're like, you know, I give up from even myself. And so I'll just like, anything I feel, I'll say it. God, this person did this, and yeah. this is how I feel. But I want my heart to be this 100%. way, and I'm angry, and you yeah. know, I'm this. God, I need strength, yeah. and that's how I grew. That's 100%. literally that. I I I, I now realize that. Hmm, this There's is no my prayer without rhythm. vulnerability to you. You're wasting mm, your time if you're praying and you're not vulnerable you're hiding yourself from in the, the Lord. place of prayer. And he already sees it anyway. He sees it all. But and are you going to be humble enough to, exactly. to release it? Humility again. And one of the things that I've been learning because I feel like I, I, I started feeling like I had to be strong in the place of prayer, Ooh. right? <laughs> and I say that wow. also like obviously pastoring and like leading people sometimes it just feels like you just have to have it together also for them right mm. so one thing that i had to learn last year is how do i pray through my worries and fears and how do i not ignore that i have worries and fears how do i not act like this soldier when actually i'm wounded you know and I think what changed it for me was Philippians 4, 6 to 7. And I would follow it line by line. It says, do not be anxious ab about everything, but in every situation by prayer and petition. So then I'd be like, okay, God, in the place of prayer, I'm supposed to bring my anxious thoughts to you. Then it says with thanksgiving. So I'll instantly I'll thank God. I'll even thank God for the fear that, that is trying to defeat me and say, God, I thank you because you're bigger than it. I'll just be thanking God, thanking God for him, hallowing his name, thanking God for the presence that I feel, for the safety that I feel in him. And then it says, present your request to God after the thanksgiving. So I'll follow that sequence. Now I'll present my request to God. And then it now says the exchange that happens after I've done my thanksgiving and presented my request is that the peace of God that transcends all understanding will guard my heart mm. and my mind in Christ Jesus. So until I feel that peace, I don't you stay quit. There. Yeah. I stay because I don't want to be pretending to God. 
That's why, again, vulnerability is important because it's like I would almost feel choked by all the fears and the anxious thoughts. But God is like, give it to me, but this is how to give it to me. Hallow me. Be thankful. And then make your make needs your, known. Make your you, petitions known. Can I now also just suggest, or maybe, I don't know if the word is, why you tarry, yeah. that not also takes you into tarrying. So now yeah. the reason why you wait longer yeah. is because you're expecting peace. Exactly. You're expecting the hand of the Lord. Some people so go into prayer not expecting anything. anything. And or some people go into prayer expecting the wrong thing. Yeah. And so when I think about length of time, what have I spent six hours doing or yeah. waiting for? Am I waiting for the hand of God or the hand of man? Am I waiting that, oh, let me quickly check my phone. Has someone, you know, sent yeah. this? Has someone sent that? And I found that in the place of prayer. <laughs> you be praying. I will pray. Am I, and you know, sometimes, Ma, so you said, you spoke about making your petitions known yeah. to God. So you've thanked God and, you know, you really feel like you've got, you really, you, you've, you're close to the Lord. And so he's listening to you in those moments. It doesn't mean that the fear runs away immediately. Yeah. And I think sometimes that, that, that area can be tricky because you're still feeling. So it's like you have a wound and they've cleaned it, healing. but they're like, just leave it for a while. We're like, no, I want yeah, to quickly. Yeah. People need to leave yeah. that. Leave it alone sometimes. Yeah. Some, it doesn't mean what you've done is you've presented the fear and you've presented God. Yeah. The fear is disintegrating. Yeah. You know, but because sometimes fears feel so real, people are like, I've mentioned God, but this fear is so real. God, God, are you losing? And that's why you have to live from that heavenly perspective. Because it's from that heavenly, what you feel in the place of prayer is truth. Because if I feel in the place of prayer that God has healed me, Mm -hmm. when when I see my reality, it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter. That's another thing. It shouldn't shouldn't matter. matter. Because I have ascended to the frequency of where God is. Yep. And that place is perfect. And the place of prayer, honestly, it actually might make you, like, it might make you a bit crazy. I can't Oh, remember. yeah, Because will. I know there was a time where I had a deadline. Yeah. And I had given it to the Lord. And there was nothing I could do but give it to the Lord. And I'm like, it's next week. And people are asking me about it. I'm like, what? guys, I don't know what else to yeah, do. Yeah. God hasn't said to do anything yeah, or, you know. Yeah. And I'm always saying to the Lord, like, if there are actually practical steps for me to take, let, let me, me know. know. But if there's nothing and... The day would come and God would just sort everything out so easily. And I'm like, how? How? So the next time, let's say, as you said, your hand is hurting, but God said, I've healed you. And people are like, but won't you? And you're like, "Ah, it's been sorted out. But you can only do that when you grow in it over and over again. In faith. faith. Because faith is actually built also in the place. Faith comes by hearing and hearing from the word of God. Another thing I just wanted to say was, you can't it's faith that grows and it's faith that brings you closer to the lord it's not your 500 hour long thing or it's this not, deep it's, what, not, it's none of those not a things conference. it's not a conference it's, it's not looking for fire i was yeah, saying to my friend yeah, the other yeah. day young people are looking for fire everywhere just sit in your house yeah. please and talk to Girl. god because there are many fires out there and 100%. chances are that you will get burned. Yeah, 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 I can't you even will lie. Get, you you will. will feel tired of the yeah, Lord. That's yeah. the kind of burning that will happen yeah, to you. you and I've been there weary. before. Yeah, yeah, you get weary. You know, I think another way to not suck at prayer <laughs> is just to know that prayer is not a way to force God to do something. Yep. Right? And I feel like people feel like when they pray, they can man- they are manipulating the hand mm. of God, right? And 
prayer is supposed to bring you into alignment with his will and ensure that without prayer you cannot miss it you know like the place of prayer is a place of discernment that it filters lies and then it shows you what really what what really is, is. so you're not prayer is not a you know people say prayer oh, is not a, a i'm bringing god's word back to him gosh yes. <laughs> if if Prayer is not a factory that, like, you go in, you slot your prayers, then the power of God comes out. Like, you you cannot say to God that it is your prayer that moved him. It is your prayer that aligned you to what he was doing. Because God has already mapped out all he intended to do on the face of the earth. His will has been set before us. What prayer does is that it says, hey, God, I want to align with your will. Bring me into alignment with your will. will. It's not twisting his arm and forcing him to, if you like, pray from today till (laughs) you will come out of that 40 day fast where you thought you were moving the hand of God and you will realize that nothing happened because you were moving yourself. Nothing was moving. The only thing that was moving was your body vibrating in the place of prayer. Like, at no point are we told that prayer forces God to do anything. Prayer moves God's heart, 100%. But trust me, that what God intended to do, he was going to do. He was always going to do. So prayer is more so for you than it is for God. Do Do you... Imagine a world where everything I had was dependent on my prayers. Then I just need to be. Uh, let me just be at home and be I'll praying just all day. Now, what's the point of work? Because what's the point of I just be get everything. This is what I need. Pa, pa, pa. Or, Maz, that's that's even the great side. But how can everything I need in this world be dependent on my prayer? I'm in trouble. I cannot pray for that mm-hmm. long. And I cannot. I that's can't it talk. It's like I covered my children. I, pray for I that covered long. everybody. I did this. I did that. How could this happen? That's why disillusionment comes into play because you have actually made yourself your God. Your God. You know, prayer that believes it helps God is prideful. And that's what Job... And, and it that's, makes you think that you are powerful. And that's why God asked him. He said, do you think everything you've been doing has been for me? It's for your life. You see, prideful prayer will make you think that you're growing in power, but you are actually inflating your ego mm. with your meaningless babble. And can I just say something about power? You remember... Again, back to you, because mm. you would be teaching me a lot of things. <laughs> remember you preached about the difference between power and glory? Yes. And I found that it becomes distinct when you, when you look at God so much, yeah. when you gaze... When you when you look at his face so much, yeah. his glory washes over 100%. you. It's the glory of the Lord that makes you humble. 100%. But you see, when all you're searching for is power, it's prideful. Because what does power do? It's a display of what your hands yes, can, you know. Yes, but yes, glory yes. sometimes won't even be physically yeah. revealed. Yeah, 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 but yeah, it's yeah. messing you up. You can't even stand at the thought of when you hear something that God says, you are wrecked. And so I, I, I find that even that quest for power as well is something to always be check questioned. It. Check, it. check it. Because if your power isn't moved by a compassionate heart that wants to see something change in your, in your generation or wants to see someone delivered or wants, you know, then just put Forget it aside. That. Learn the word of God. That's 100%. the power. That's the power. That's where it is. You know, we've, we've, it's interesting how we've used the word of God to dissect prayer. You cannot, or to dissect the topic of prayer, you cannot pray outside the word of God. You can't. Now, like... I think one of the greatest issues that we have, um, I feel like 
in the charismatic <laughs> evangelical move yeah. that you know bless yeah <laughs> bless bless it all um is that we've lost intimacy in the in, mm. in 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 prayer um and i feel like we particularly have so much to unlearn about prayer i think every, everybody. everybody does but particularly us because it's quite noisy right and i feel like we've now i don't know who taught anybody that praying in the spirit is praying in tongues where did we learn that i don't know because that's why i learned when i was younger you know it's what, only what now that, that i'm learning a lot of stuff you know like the power of if you're praying in tongues and you're not praying in tongues doesn't make you an inferior believer and i feel like some people have been told things that if you are not praying in tongues you are not praying in the spirit no people have really been fed like and i think that is so wrong i'm going to read you what charles spurgeon um says that praying in the spirit is he says it naturally follows that praying in the spirit means to pray in harmony with the will of god being god himself the spirit knows and can interpret god's will to us indeed this is one of the very reasons why he has given to he has been given to the church he intercedes for the saints according to the will of god that means praying in the spirit means praying the will of god because if praying in the spirit meant praying in tongues some of our babble is not is praying pr- exactly i was trying to say that your babble is praying in the spirit no it could just be pray pray like do you know what i mean like I, I, I think we have to make this so clear so we are not r- raising a generation who thinks praying in the spirit is what it's not. Because I can pray in my understanding and be praying in the spirit because the Holy Spirit is helping me pray one and I'm praying the will of God. I, 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 I once had someone who said to me, oh, some days I don't like to, I don't want to understand. I just want to be blasting in tongues. Da, 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 da. And I'm like... And, you know, I was just like, <sighs> you know, now I've even confined myself in a certain way where even when I'm praying in the spirit, I must have first yeah. had scripture that's underlaying that praying in the spirit one. And I should have also prayed in my understanding so that the partnership of it all is bringing me understanding. Standing. I actually need to say this to my friend because I didn't say anything to the person. Yeah. I was just a bit like, mm, I didn't really understand what to say then. Yeah. But I, yeah, that, that, that one was for me to take Amen. home. I can't even Amen. lie. Because I was just, I, but now I understand, now that I'm thinking about it, it's the optics of it all. We're on a phone call and everyone is just shouting. And you feel like you have to as well. You feel, but I'm like, there's no there's no. But you know your heart is in there. Maybe you should just, instead of praying in tongues, maybe you're supposed to be praying, God help me, God help me. God help me. God help me. You know, in my journal yesterday, all I wrote, line after line, was God help me, God help me. Like, the whole page, God help me, God help me. Do you know that's what prayer has taught me as well? That if God doesn't help me, I'm in big trouble. Oh, yeah. God, you, I need help me to pray. Help me to pray. Everything, I need the help of God. And I think that's something as well, just to speak to men, like, there's a scripture in Hebrews that speaks about how like we don't have a great high priest who, who is ignorant of like our oh, emotions and our weaknesses. And then he goes on to talk about how when you radically call out to him in a place in, like he's, I'm paraphrasing, but he mm. speaks about his mercy and his grace gives you the ability yeah. to do everything that he's actually asked you yeah. to do. Because there's two things, right? There's the standard of God and there's what God desires for your life. And then there's now the disparity with, you know, you're struggling and there's temptations and there's other things to look at. How do you now 
crossover. It's not in the, it's not in the, what's the word, in the babbling of it. One, it's in the acknowledgement of the weakness. And it's the acknowledgement of the weakness to who? And then being able to say, because you are God, I'm going to look at you over my weakness. And I'm going to see how you want to help me in this weakness. And I will ascend. Because I was saying, you remember I was saying to you yesterday that there, there are things last year where I felt like doing. And I knew these weren't things that the Lord wanted me to do. Yeah. But I'm like, how do I, you know? And so a lot of the time I would, you know, like ignore it. No, I'm going to pray over this. Or I'm going to like, yeah. you know, fast over this. But God is like, first of all, you haven't even acknowledged that you need me over 100%. this. So I think a lot, you need to acknowledge that and I this think is a weakness. Even, and I think one of the final things I want to touch on is prayer and the sense of spiritual warfare, right? Mm. Like one thing that I've had to learn with spiritual warfare is that one, it exists. Like there is a devil who is after the saints, Another thing I've had to learn is that I think this, right? You're not fighting demons in your warfare. You are showing them that they have been defeated. You're not fighting demons in your warfare. You are showing them that they have been defeated. The greatest form of spiritual warfare is to behold Jesus, the power of the cross and the power of the word of God and the power of his name. The name of Jesus is a strong tower. The righteous, we run into him and we are safe, right? Positional awareness in Christ is what spiritual warfare is, mm. right? You you know, scripture says you cannot enter into, enter, Jesus was saying you cannot enter into a strong man's house without first binding a strong man. A lot of evangelicals pray this. We bind the strong man. We bind the strong man, Right? You can pray that, but let me give that prayer understanding. Jesus was saying that he could not bind the strong man. God could not bind the strong man without sending his son to enter into the strong man's house. That is why he sent Jesus to take away sin, right? So Jesus enters the strong man's house, meaning the world, because the devil is the prince of, of, the, of the earth. So Jesus came and bound the strong man. So now we are not binding the strong man. We are in the finished work of a God who has bound, bound the, the strong, strong man. man. And that's why Job was putting so much energy to try and stop the devil. You know what I mean? And we put so much energy in trying to stop the devil. And trying, but no, your energy is in telling the enemy that he has been bound. And I find I, f I find that in spiritual, at least for me last year, you know, I, I would always say to you that yeah. last year there's so many times I delivered myself, yeah. um, you know, and well, by the grace of the Holy Spirit, yeah. you know, and self-deliverance, self-deliverance, you know, but it didn't look like I, 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 I bind you or whatever. It looked like I'm the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus. Just word. It looked like the word speak. And that's it. Speaking what the Lord has come to do in my yeah. life and what I have the access to and what is now yeah. part and past, what is what is my inheritance yeah. in Christ Jesus? The blood of Jesus washes me over and over again, makes my heart clean. That's what it looks like. Yeah. And there's a power in repetition. Oh, yeah. But what are you repeating? What are you repeating? Is it the word of God? Is it the freedom that because you have? Because the truth is the word of God is your sword. Yep. Without the word of God, you are always going to be on the defense. Yeah. The moment you have the word of God in the armor of Christ, you are now you're able to offend. You're charging at, you are yeah. charging at the enemy with the word. You're not supposed to charge at the enemy with your toilet. Because there's only so much defense that you can do. Your back will hit the wall. 
your back will hit and you start you start getting marked yeah. yeah again like if i think about like our friendship how our friendship has thrived is not just off of like um talking every day it's off of prayer it's off of prayer right and we do be praying for yeah, each other a lot yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, like. yeah 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 a lot and i think uh, i say that to say that your relationship with god will thrive off of communication and mm. by that i mean two way mm. yep there is no prayer that you should be satisfied with if there is no listening listening yeah the most intimate relationships thrive off of one-on-one -on -one communication where one person speaks another person listens one person speaks another, another person, person listens. listens and that's why i really worry for our generation because if you can't pray without somebody else it's also troubling it's, it's troubling if you can't pray without a preacher on a screen if you can't pray without church on a sunday that's worry. That's the problem. Because God is a God of intimacy. I always say to my girlfriend that community is great. Yeah. But it's, it's it complements what's already happening. It complements what God is already doing. Yeah. Because if not, you begin to expect God from community, and community yeah. will fail you. Because community has people who also are expecting something from, from God. and it's just the cycle, you know. So you need to be able to face God one on one. Gosh. I, I, I just feel like as a generation, there's so much disillusionment yeah. and like, I'm really praying that this episode just really demystifies a lot of things and just shows you that just like the gospel, prayer is just so simple. It's so simple. One thing you must always remember is that if your heart is not praying, you are not praying. You're not praying. So we're just going to agree and just pray over you all. Luke 19, 46 says that... God's desire is to make us a house of prayer. And he said that, I desire a house of prayer, but you've turned it into a den of thieves. What I'm praying for is that when the Lord returns, he will find us as houses of prayer. Amen. He will find our churches, the places where we, we um, gather, our homes, families, houses of prayer. Amen. That individually you will find yourself constantly being pulled to the Lord in the place of intimacy. That never will there be a day that you say, I have not prayed. Amen. Because you know that you are connected. That the only way for you to have any form of true success in life is to have communication with the Lord. Amen. I pray that the Lord simplifies prayer for anyone who Amen. has complicated it in their minds. I pray that you are healed off of religiosity Amen. and you are brought into a place of true intimacy. Amen. I pray that you learn to abide. I pray that you learn to wait. I pray that Amen. you learn to tarry. Amen. I pray that you enjoy prayer because God is to be enjoyed. Amen. I just pray that the Lord reveals himself to you through his word. Amen. And that you learn how to pray the word of God. Amen. And I pray that you are surrounded by praying people. Amen. People who love to pray. Amen. And people who will make you want to pray more. Yeah, yeah. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.